Hey friends, Coach Shelby and Coach Christine welcoming you in and letting you know it's time for brunch. We're here, there's always an open table, a hot cup of coffee, and endless running fun to keep you moving and grooving. So this week, we have a workout for you and make sure that you are stretching it out because we're going to put a smile on your face and log some miles. Not on a run at the moment, that's a-okay. You can listen along and whistle while we work. And our motto today is make it powerful. Because in honor of National Princess Week, we decided that we're embracing our inner prince or princesses, making sure that we never forget that this is our story. So we're channeling all of that feel-good power of some of our favorite Disney princesses into this week's long run with a bit of a princess power pump-up mashup. And again, save that five times fast. You can give a little extra warm-up before we get going. But... Once you are all limbered up and ready to go, let's go ahead and get to a walk and feel that little bit of a regal royal posture check in three, two, and one. Walking it out, feeling like we are maybe not on an enchanted path because usually there's an evil queen along. I don't know, Christine. What are you what are you gonna visualize with this one? I love enchanted paths, but that's okay because what we be, need everyone to do is to grab maybe their ethereal royal passport. We're going to visit many an enchanted land, actually four to be exact, because we're going to debut the four princesses or royalty that we are going to tackle in our crown and conquer 30 day challenge. Before we get started in that, my friends, because trust me, you guys are in for quite a treat, actually four treats exactly. We'll have four completely separate styles of workouts in this one long run. If you're out there for your long run and you're looking for something a little different, you're just gonna wanna go and roll through your conversation pace, that's cool. But here we're gonna go ahead and employ what we're going to be featuring for our upcoming princesses. But right before that, Coach, I think everyone that's on our newsletter list was able to get their official game of the week. And I want to get into this right here and now with you while we're walking it out. So tell well, me. We definitely learned our lesson not to do the automated quizzes because apparently we're all poodles and we're all Giselles. If you haven't checked out the Dog Days of Summer, we were all poodles, spoiler alert. So we're doing the best of Princess Would You Rather. Because if it's one thing we can count on, one, we love running, two, we love princesses, and three, we love to figure out how much we are different and alike at the same time. So a different princess would you rather? And as always, I'm super curious to where if we agree on any of these. I think we'll agree on a few. I think so. So right out of the gate, which one are you most curious about? Ooh, okay. If you could choose, would you rather have a fairy godmother or enchanted household products as guardians? We are fairy godmothers, so we don't need that. <laughs> we, we have our magical wand and our little fairy wings to help all of the folks that are rolling through our crown and conquer challenge. Absolutely, I want enchanted household products without a doubt. Do I want them as a guardian? No, I'd much rather them actually kind of come alive and actually do my household chores. <laughs> Like, I, think that's, I think that's part that. of it. Okay, good. <laughs> Mostly, let's be honest. My initial wavelength was I just want somebody to do my laundry. I spent an hour and a half on laundry last night. I'm not even embellishing either. I, I literally do laundry every single day at this point. I have I to. I needed to so bibbidi bobbidi it away. <laughs> 
Well, I again, I feel like when it comes to these questions, it is you're a little bit of a sassy dragon, but would you rather take advice from a sassy dragon or a magical tree? <laughs> oh, I'm going to probably say the magical tree because I feel like the dragon, I bring the dragon energy, like you said, all day, every day. You do. Yeah, you totally so do. I'd rather sit with the tree and be like, what's up, tree? Versus the dragon, you got to, de- we're about heat index. It's hot enough in summer. I'm not all about that life. Okay, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, folks, we're rolling around this walk here. You're nice and easy. We will be going into our first endurance block in about 90 seconds. So keep that regal royal air about you. Coach, what else do you, are you thinking of this? Would you rather you want to explore here? Okay, because you are team sweet. If you had to choose, would you rather have Tiana's beignets or Snow White's gooseberry pie? That is so hard and slightly unfair, but I do love me some beignets. So I'm going to go for Tiana's beignets. You did just post the beignets. I know. You got back from one of your puns. And I will say, were you a little jealous? It did not help our relationship. Let's just say that. What's crazy about them is they weigh like 5,000 pounds. Like they're the biggest beignets I've ever seen. You say that like it's a negative. I like And I like I'm not my, even team sweet. I like my beignets a little bit more on the petite side. <laughs> well, fine. No big beignets. But, but at Disney, bigger is most definitely better. Well, Coach, we have about 45 seconds here before we start rolling into our first endurance block, which I am super excited about. But before I ask you another question, folks, if you are unaware, we are doing the Crown and Conquer Challenge. It's a 30-day fitness and wellness quest inspired by the fairy tales of, guess what? Disney princesses. And participants are to choose between two paths. A little make it pink for daily fitness routines or make it blue for some self-care, wellness, and mindset. And the objective of this is really to help with encouraging consistency and that really good self-love and self-care in a fun, whimsical, a little bit of nostalgia. With that said, Coach, I'm going to ask you one more question. I'm going to roll into our first endurance block. Would you rather have a chameleon like Pascal or a dragon like Mushu as a loyal companion? Pascal all the way. He was cool. I could change colors. Well, with that said, we're going to change a little bit of colors. We're going to visit our first enchanted land, a tale as old as time, friends. Let's take it into our conversation pace in three, two, and one. We're going to be here for five minutes while we explore and get to chat a little bit about maybe one of my favorite princesses, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And we're going to explore during this endurance block, the workout that's going to accompany this week or the running workout, I should say, is going to be a tempo run. So we're going to hang out here for five minutes in our conversation pace. Maybe it looks like a little bit of a long run pace at three to four on that RPE scale before we take it up into that tempo work. And I am excited about that, Coach. I love all of this because the Crown and Conquer is not a running challenge. I think first and foremost, we do need to point that out. It's not a running challenge, but we are runners at heart. We're run coaches at heart. So we are going to be sprinkling a little fairy dust because, you know, princesses, fairies, hand in hand. Going to be sprinkling that little fairy princess magic pixie dust and giving a running workout for all of the participants. And it's really the best of both worlds. And I do love your little tempo is tail as old as time. I mean, <laughs> Belle definitely is your jam. And she, I didn't know this, but do you know what country that's supposed to be taking place in? I did. I did. You do? <laughs> yes. Well, because I love Belle and I love that specific country in Epcot. 
So should we give it away? Well, yeah, I asked the question. You got to give us the answer. I mean, Belle, it means, I think that her name means beauty in French. And I get champagne at there at Epcot all the time. So yes, I think it's France. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. <laughs> I, I do. I love Belle. I love every aspect of her. I love how, if you think about it, she is the true hero in this tale. While other tales that maybe we've gotten to hear from Disney or from when we were growing up from princesses, they were waiting to be saved by the princess prince she actually saved the beast in for all intent and purposes so i love that she's strong she's independent she was unique she was a little weird all of the fellow villagers thought that she was odd which i feel akin to and she loved herself some faraway lands with her books and her adventures that way so with that said friends we are going to experience that faraway land at that tempo pace in about three minutes. Coach, I want to talk a little bit about tempo because while we roll into it, I think that when I hear people talking about workouts, this may be one of the most easily to confuse and also a little bit difficult. And also one that I think that folks kind of will go out and run their easy runs at what should be more of a tempo pace, essentially always working in that gray zone, which is not like the gray stuff that's delicious. Um, (laughs) But what you want to do, of course, is work those easy runs as truly easy runs, allowing that tempo benefit to come into play when you add this and sprinkle it into your your weekly mileage. So it's a continuous run that requires sustained effort. It's not a light jog at that easy pace. You are pushing your body. You're getting your heart rate up. You're really testing your stamina, that mental fortitude, that strength, that inner beast kind of comes to play here because you will be running faster than your everyday easy pace. But Usually it's for a shorter duration. Now, this is where it gets stickly. Some people say that a good tempo is 20 to 30 minutes. Other folks say a good tempo is 60 minutes. Some people say it shouldn't go longer than 80 minutes. Here, we're going to just taste tease a little bit with a 15-minute tempo, especially for you folks that are out there on those long runs. We'll be pushing into an RP of five to seven, depending on what you need. But I'm going to let you know that sweet spot for tempo is about six. Coach, with that said, Hit me with some trivia, because I know you've been waiting on this trivia, girl. Well, I will get into the trivia, but with just a little bit over 60 seconds to go, I have to say, a tempo workout to me screams Belle, because Belle throughout the entire story had that continuous burn, that continuous fire in her, and that tempo workout is a continuous run that requires that sustained effort. So it really is a great visualization and a great way to kind of channel in to the energy that she brought into the energy that we're bringing to our run. So definitely, I think tempo, bell, you can think about bell in the traditional like ding, ding, ding sense. And I mean, really, let's let's talk about how perfect that is. Or the tempo of their like really beautiful dance when the enchantment was lifted from the castle and he becomes the royal prince again and they're dancing in that beautiful yellow gown. So friends, bringing in that royal energy, bringing your tempo speed up to a little bit of that, finding the rhythm with your footsteps, finding the rhythm with your breath and knowing that you can do this, bringing that little, little bit of bell, the fiery determination in three, two and one ease your way on up maybe taking up to 50 percent of your max effort 60 percent on that rpe scale or all the way to seven though we've got a lot of workouts in store so i'm gonna say stick with that five flirt with that six in just a little bit and then find your place at home and then just lock it 
in. Kind of like it would have been locked in that enchantment if the <laughs> petals of the roses had officially fallen off before that one true kiss. Well, and really, even with this tempo, there is no shame in the copy and paste game, especially since this is the first part of the workout. If you want to go ahead and sustain and work to keep that same pace throughout this 15 minute vlog, that is a okay. And really, it's good enough for Disney. It's good enough for us because my first super fun fact is the dance scene that you just beautifully articulated from Beauty and the Beast. It was actually officially copied and pasted from Sleeping Beauty. The, crea door. the creators ran out of time towards the end of production, so took the skeleton-esque sketching of the Sleeping Beauty dance scene at the end and made it the same for Beauty and the Beast and just inserted the extras and the characters. Seriously, that is an yes. awesome trivia fact. I did not know that. I mean, I kind of loved it, and it's it just goes to show that you just put forth your best effort and you do your best. And again, copy and pasting, nothing wrong with it. If Disney can do it, we can do it. Can I just say here, as we tackle this crown and conquer with the purposes to name a royal participant, um, king or queen of consistency, and of course, award the steadfast scepter that you, my friend, are the absolute queen of segues. Because I was like, <laughs> copy and paste. I kind of dig that. Yeah, that's a great, great analogy. And then you say copy and paste about this amazing trivia. Yes, coach, nobody's coming for your crown. I guarantee that. It better not because I'm not choosing pink or blue. No, I'm just kidding. We Ooh. are, we have our fairy godmother wings or our fairy run mothers, if you will. Uh, we, we were, we're going to be team purple because we're going to combine a little bit of both of the loves of the different pathways. Because honestly, there is a lot to be learned from both pathways. What I love the most though, and, I, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that, is the fact that we're asking all the participants to commit to 15 to 20 minutes a day. That is it. And I know there are days where you think that you don't even have 15 or 20 minutes in your day. And we're going to be there every step of the way, showing you how you can carve that out and make that of an importance for yourself, your wellness and your fitness. And it really is that that small chunk of time plays such a big role. And I have a tendency when I am short on time, you know, when I do some of my best working out right before I shower. Really? You get in I a little do. bit of those sassy squats because I know you, girl, we know you add in some squats. I do. I do. But yeah, I think it's because for me, showers metaphorically always seem like a washing off of the day and everything. And I don't have the same excuse like, oh, I don't want to get sweaty right now. Oh, I don't want to be gross right now. It's like, girl, you're about to go shower. Take the 15, 20 minutes and just get it done. And then you get a shower right after it. So it's my little, my little reward. But even five minutes can be a game changer. And again, talking about segues, a fun fact for you, only five minutes of Beauty and the Beast has no music at all. Really? Collectively, there is only five minutes of that entire movie that is not musical. I believe that because I... I well, you should because it's fact. <laughs> I believe that, I should say. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> because I will say that when I watch the live action version, it does feel like I have just like hit like a Broadway show. It is a full on musical. So that that does make a lot of sense. And That's I how actually, our long runs feel. I mean, to be honest, half the time, <laughs> a little bit of a musical. I do love 
I mean, I love the musical aspect and I love the live action. That is one of the films where actually I prefer the live action over the original animated. I know that you're definitely team animated when it comes to that. I would assume. I am. I have not seen the live action, which I should because it has Hermione from Harry Potter in it. So, I mean, let's talk about priorities. I know. I know. I'm shocked you haven't. So, again, you've got you've got homework to do, friend. I mean, (laughs) Whenever you can find a little five or 10 minutes and you're not doing your uh, crown and conquer challenge, of course, I think it's a great time, folks, to remind you that you're five minutes in. You have just 10 minutes of this tempo. Lock it in again, but also do a really good head to toe form check. So for me, I like to make sure that my shoulders haven't started to creep up, that I'm not tensing up too much, that I'm letting myself relax into it. Maybe Luminaire is serenading me with a fabulous little song or a little rendition, and I'm able to just kind of enjoy myself. Of course, your chest is nice and open. You're not crossing the midline of your body with your arms, and you're moving your feet nice, light, and quick, almost like there's a little bit of that, again, that Lumiere's little fire underneath your feet as you rock through here. <laughs> well, and we talk a lot about keeping the hands light, like we're op- like we're holding chips. Well, mm. maybe you're actually holding my favorite character out of Beauty and the Beast, and you're actually holding Chip. Oh, I love that. I, I do. love Chip. He he is like the most unsung hero. He actually wasn't even supposed to speak. He was supposed to have like one line, and they wound up changing it. He's and so I'm cute. so happy. He is adorable, isn't he? I just want to squish his little cheekies. He really, 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 really is adorable. And I can't wait to see the amount of really awesome costumes that folks roll out for Wine and Dine with this specific uh, Beauty and the Beast themed 10K. But, you know, Coach, Cogsworth wasn't a big fan of running. Do you have any idea why? Because he was short on time. That's a good one. Thanks. We're not not gonna have anybody short on time. Everybody's gonna be able to meet their 15 to 20 minutes a day of consistency. But he was too wound up. He just couldn't. (laughs) That was a good one. Yes. Well, and it's funny because while beauty is a beast, I will say, I think the best part of her is the fact that if I had to guess, she shares your love of journaling. Yes, absolutely. With that all is- of those books, she definitely broke out her quill and ink and and did some some deep dives into her feelings. Which, of course, we'll have an opportunity to do as well during this challenge. And I think what I want to add as well, you mentioned from the get-go, this is not a running-specific challenge. So while we will have a weekly workout of the week that's going to be themed around that specific princess, we want to make sure that everyone is very, very well aware that we know that you may already be in training for something else. Maybe you're working towards a marathon or a half marathon, a 10K. Maybe you're already feeling short on time. So that's where the pathways come in, where this is an additional 50 to 20 minutes a day that you can dedicate and carve out for yourself. And it doesn't have to interfere with your workouts, or it could be a really beautiful addendum to your specific workouts if you want it to be so. Or it could be your main focus of the day for movement. Um, So it is, they're going to vary from day to day. They will be primarily body weight strength, a little bit of hit, a little bit of Tabata, a whole lot of core, because we know that at the core, everyone is good to the core at least in Disney Princess Lands. So we're going to bring a little bit of that energy as well. And we wanted to offer the separate pathways because some people right now, we've heard it from our group. Some are really struggling with the strength side of it. Some are really working through that mental strength. And especially during training cycles, off periods of running, it's not a this or that. 
it's sometimes, again, you need that little bit of that tasting menu. You need to be our guest and have the support that you need. And that's why the two different pathways. We didn't want to pigeonhole everybody and saying this is the only choice. And it's like, no, that's not who we are as coaches. That's not who we are as runners. So why should you guys be? Yeah, I feel like that actually was described earlier on when we were teasing out this challenge was that why well, maybe two different pathways are still one destiny. And that's ultimately what it has to be. No two runners are alike. No two um, individuals are alike. Even you and I coach, as we've gotten to explore, we have a lot of differences in what I do during my daily day to day. The time that I may have available to me may not be available to you or vice versa, depending on the day. So knowing that it's all about really trying to kind of focus in on making it work for ourselves versus trying to pigeonhole ourselves into what everybody else believes or maybe what we see on Instagram that, you know, every time you click on Instagram, somebody just went out for a double digit long run and then they got in this like powerlifting session and they're having 18 perfectly beautifully nutritious looking meals. And well, that's just not the reality for a lot of folks. And I think that after summer, there is a lot of trying to get back into the routine and trying to bring back consistency. Because let's be honest, during summer, everything kind of goes out the window, right? There's late bed night, bedtimes or do bedtimes <laughs> even exist during summer for a lot of folks. And now we're trying to have to harness that in with school kicking back in. So this is a great way to just add in that little snippet that feels very doable, manageable, but yet could be challenging. Oh, yeah. Actually make it happen on a daily basis. And talking about kicking in, we are at that 10-minute mark here. I got five more minutes to go. This is when I feel like a lot of people's cadences especially start taking a hit during the tempo because they kind of gotten used to that pacing. They start taking their foot off the gas, and they're not taking those quick steps. So do a little tip-to-toe check. See how your cadence is doing. Are you feeling like your feet are just kind of sinking into the sand? Or are they popping off like popcorn? Which I feel like Beauty and the Beast should have had popcorn. I mean, I, don't I know. definitely eat popcorn when I was watching it. There's no doubt on that. <laughs> but definitely take a little bit of an inventory. Maybe a big, deep breath. You can roar like the beast. But it's funny. He always is referred to as the beast. Do you know his actual name? I think I do. Oh. I, I don't know for a fact. Well, this isn't fact or fiction, so it's a safe <laughs> place. It's a safe space here. Maybe not, because actually I'm thinking I'm confusing him with another prince's name. Oh, you what know, do you think? What do you think? I, it th is? I think I was confusing him with Prince Eric. Yeah, Who it's not it? Eric. Adam. I I would have never, ever guessed that. No? I wonder that doesn't even sound French. Well, I mean, maybe if you say Adam, that'd be a little bit better. That's the best French I can do. I don't, I can do, it's like one, two, three, four in French. And that's about it. Oh my gosh. Is that what it comes from? Is it because it's kind of loosely inspired on the hunchback of Notre Dame? Because when you say I did Adam, not have that in my bag of facts. Okay. Okay. Well, again, we're going to just keep rolling on through here, friends. So we'll debate the facts. You bring us the absolute truth every step of the way, knowing that once we get to the end of this enchanted block, we will have 60 seconds to pull it on back before we go and visit our next princess for as we conquer all of these enchanted lands. Now, coach, I have to ask you, do you feel like... Belle was a heroine that you could like actually feel identified to. 
Like, did you feel ident- an identity drawn towards her or not really? say not as much only mm-hmm. because I actually always related her more to my sister because my sister is very book and learning oriented a little bit and, of a bookworm and, and studious. I okay. was not okay I was the one that was probably like the beast playing in mud and like roaring around the house so Belle was I loved Belle but she wasn't my my princess sister type I have more questions on that, but I do want everybody to bring in that inner beast that you just alluded to and roaring around the house because the beast's roar is a combination of roars from different animals, including a panther, a lion, and a bear. So bring in that spirit, a little bit of that energy, maybe unleash your beast, my friends, as we have just two minutes here, you're locking it in. You're not going any faster. You're not going any slower. You are quite literally just making it all the way through. And definitely this tempo tale as old as time may actually start to feel that right about here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and if you're feeling a little blue in the face, make sure you pull it back. But we're definitely not pushing any of our participants into one path or another. But I do have to share, I think, just one more fun fact for you. Okay, I'm ready. Do you know why Belle is the only person in the town that wears blue? I know that there was supposedly a nod towards the Wizard of Oz and um, Dorothy's outfit because it was very reminiscent of that. But I think that it was to kind of draw an awareness or an attention to her being unique amidst yes. the commoners. I mean, there's this one I know. You're going to, all the rest of the princesses are going to have to help me. <laughs> but her, I know. However, I will say now, as we are almost wrapping up here, friends, this is where you want to take in that really good deep breath. Make sure that you're still breathing nice and deep, bringing into the lower lungs. You're expanding your chest. You're bringing those shoulders down and you are fiery all the way through with that energy, knowing that we have a 60 second recovery on the clock coming up in 35 seconds. And I'm probably going to pull it back even to a walk versus a jog on this one. Just, you know, a little light, light as a feather. Feel the wind, the colors of the wind whipping around, which hopefully there is a nice slight wind around you to, you know, help out the hotness that is coming off of all of you. Yeah, you guys are definitely, I would suggest a very light jog or a walk before we visit our next enchanted land because I do believe that one's gonna, that one's gonna be a little toxic and very, very fiery. So pulling it back here in three, two and one i am definitely bringing it back into a walk if you prefer a light jog feel free to do so my friends it's a great time to shake it out shake out the legs shake out the arms you don't want to feel like you're literally carrying a pile of books even though i would totally pay money to see you run a 5k carrying a stack of books christine i would totally do that i I know she would i would absolutely (laughs) do that that sounds like the most exciting challenge ever let's make that happen well, I mean, we could. We coach could. for our next enchanted land. We are going to pack up our books maybe and take them with us, but we are going to embark on a land with a warrior princess that I think that maybe you do identify more with. So, we're going to go visit a little bit of Mulan with some Mushu's motivated meters. So, friends, this next workout is going to resemble what a track workout would look like. You don't have to worry about being on an actual track. We will keep track. Haha. <laughs> of all of those details as we roll into our first block it's going to be four minutes at your 800 meter pace we'll help you find it in three two 
and one. So you're going to be pulling back on up into more of a lower lactate threshold. So again, it'll feel a little bit like that tempo pace that we were just at a sixth, but we're going to take it up a little bit more as you roll through here and we find our way knowing that we're just here for four minutes. And right about here, take it back up into a seven, working that higher lactate threshold pace. And yes, I know this may feel slightly uncomfortable, but you're only going to be here for another three minutes and 30 seconds, bringing that fiery energy from a little sassiness from Mushu, that warrior within with Mulan. Let's talk about Mulan, coach. I do have to laugh. TMI alert. This is about the time to wear, whether I'm in running shorts or running tights, my thighs, I can always tell when I'm going faster because my thighs start rubbing together and it makes it sound like literally there is somebody behind me. Because you know I love my thick thighs. They don't lie. And I have to find it fitting because, you know, Mulan was only the second princess to wear pants. Who is the first? I'm glad you asked. I happen to have a little factoid. It was Jasmine that you forgot in our last episode. I don't think of <laughs> I don't think of her wearing pants, even though yes, they absolutely are, but maybe because they're kind of blousy and they're very airy, I don't think of them as like pants because <laughs> To be honest, when I think of pants, I think of a lot of constriction and I don't want any of that in my life. Well, maybe that was just meant to be to make sure that everybody does keep it light, even as we're pushing the pace. So all's, out, all's well that ends well. That is absolutely perfect. Well, friends, I love the fact that Mulan expresses all of that really independent, loyal though, all the way through. So I want you to be loyal here to yourself utmost of here, because basically what we're looking for in this is that you kind of honor exactly where you're at. So instead of necessarily honoring your family legacy, you're honoring what you feel, what you need for this. And if you decided that you were going to follow along with this workout, as we prescribed, we want you to honor this pace. You're here for less than two minutes before you get to pull it back into a two minute recovery. And if this isn't your jam and this is something that's maybe outside your comfort zone, don't worry. Because even if you might not feel like a princess at this point, Mulan technically was not a princess. So we're in good company. She she wasn't? No, she wasn't. No. But she's been given the honorific, right? Yes, but she is in fact not a princess. And then she's a first that was actually not a princess because she was not born into royalty or marrying into it. Interesting. I feel like Mulan broke all of the rules. Let's talk more about really that. Did. <laughs> she really did break all the rules. She had a lot of firsts, not only in a cultural sense in the movie, but also within Disney because she was the first princess to be skilled in archery. And there's only one other princess that does that. Which, again, is another one of your favorite princesses. So I think that I'm seeing a theme here, Coach. Apparently, I need to take up archery. Yeah, absolutely. Time for archery podcast is next. <laughs> yes. So there is a little bit of that kind of action built into the workouts. So if folks decide that they want to have a powerful pink path for their adventure, they may have a little bit of archery looped in. Um We'll, we'll let you know more later, friends, when you sign up. But for here and now, focus in on this pace. About 20 seconds left on the clock before we pull it back into that beautiful, beautiful recovery. And again, going to be honoring the recovery in us all and making sure that we don't get overzealous and go a little bit too hard. We're going to go ahead and pull it back here in five, four, three, two, 
and one two minute recovery, taking that big, deep, maybe do a little dragon breath, bring it mm. all the way back to some earlier time for brunch days with that. Yes, I do believe that if there's ever a time for dragon's breath, this would be it. I mean, there is, I think, a flower that's dragon's breath. I know we talked about how Magnolia is what Mulan's name means, but, or no, it's baby's breath, not dragon's breath. That that took a turn. Just, we'll edit that part out. <laughs> we're not, we're leaving that in. <laughs> but you know, well, when I am thinking through here as to all of the things that we will be focusing on our breath, while we focus that energy and bringing our awareness to our breath and our runs, Day to day, there's been a lot of research done of focusing our breath and incorporating meditation and incorporating visualized and guided visualizations for our workouts. So we're going to bring a little bit of that energy too. So if there's no other reason for you guys to sign up, it's to hear me try to uh, guide a guided meditation. <laughs> coach, has, <laughs> coach has been laughing at me ever since I got published out into the world. I genuinely love your guided meditation. I mean, look. Let's be honest. This is our this is our little bit of our princess powers coming out of being calm and collected and cool. So I loved your meditation. It made me smile. And if nothing else, that is priceless. Because while yes. a mental break is good in the calming sense, a mental break with a little giggle is just as good. And I really enjoyed doing them. I think that's something we'll definitely have to uh, keep around. Yeah, I can't wait to share them with folks. I actually do think that they are really, they're also princess-based friends. So if you have ever thought of, hmm, I wonder what this meditation would be like if it was orchestrated around name, whichever princess, maybe like Mulan, you'll get to see. And I think you'll actually really feel that energy, but we're going to feel that energy right here and now in our next four minute block in three, two, and one. So focusing in on that dragon's breath, bringing awareness to our presence where we're at right here and now and pushing through because we're taking it right back on up maybe about that rp of six and if you want put a little bit more on to flirt with that seven and speaking of dragon breath did you know mushu was supposed to have a song he was he was they kept make they made three different versions of a song because the actor who voiced him eddie murphy they thought that he just didn't like the song Turns out he just didn't want to sing. So even if this track workout isn't for you, I mean, try a different variation maybe. We've got lots of them. So are you saying that they were dragging their feet on? Uh, <laughs> look at you with the puns. Maybe we should have made a pun challenge in this. I feel like you're bringing in such gorgeous segues with trivia that I have to add a little bit of silliness <laughs> to it. So... What's not silly, though, is that this should feel a little fiery here as we roll through for another three minutes or just under three minutes, friends. So again, checking in with that form from start to finish. While we are chattering in your ear, it is important that you do keep that laser focus as you rock on through there. And you know what? These these track workouts, we've had them a couple different times in our current training group. And I think everybody loves to hate them because they are they are difficult. Yes. They're definitely not something that you pull out on a random Thursday. You're like, oh, I'm going to try this today. They are focused. They take a lot of that mind-body connection, which, again, going back to how Mulan is the perfect princess for this type of workout, everything she did 
was very calm and cool and collected. She wasn't sitting there running from pace to pace and mountain to mountain. I mean, other than that one scene, but barring <laughs> that, it was very thought out strategies and thought out planning, which I always equate to this type of workout because you are focusing on either that 800 meter pace, a specific pace or this timing. And you're making those concentrated efforts to push and pull back. And also kind of a great way to think about archery too. So no matter how much you slice and dice it, even if you don't have your family's sword to pull out of the sheath, you still can take all of those lessons into this workout or even that mind-body connection pathway. Oh, I love that. And I do believe that Milan is the perfect person or the perfect princess for this specific workout because again, it's not necessarily about the speed. So while we do talk about the speed or the effort that you should be putting in, it really is about honoring every single stride. So focus on that aspect of it. As we continue to roll through here, you have less than 60 seconds. I do really love that she has that warrior princess warrior presence if you will as you continue to roll through here as we actually tackle our own little warrior dashes uh, so we'll have just one more of these sets after we do our recovery so friends lock in that fire within and just allow yourself to roll right through here for another 40 seconds I'm only going to have the intro song stuck in my head. The we bring honor to us. We bring honor to us, which is looped, which is like a track. Oh, my gosh. I'm loving all of the similarities and the parallels that I'm drawing. This is amazing for me. Like we can't we can't script this because that's like the light bulb moment of the century right there. I, I do wholeheartedly agree. And I wish that I could say that I already knew that. But no, I did not know that. I, that's the music. That's the band geek in me coming out. Like my band geek is showing. I'll cover it up right now. Well, with that said, friends, we have our recovery in three, two, and one. Ease it on back. Nice and easy. Take a good deep breath and just let yourself kind of meditate and look back at those first two track sessions. See how you feel. We're going to go into a three minute, a little bit of a long run pace for our final loop around the track inspired by Milan, but it's going to be more of your emperor's endurance pace, maybe kind of honoring what your marathon goal pace would be or your or half marathon goal pace. So a little bit faster maybe than your long run pace, but not quite as spicy as at 800 meters. So I know that we didn't touch on it with our this or that, but it's just too good not to ask. So I am going to bring in a this or that real quick. Would you rather fight the Huns or would you rather have to fight a bear like Merida? Okay, well, because fighting a bear is something that could actually really happen in my everyday life when I go hiking, <laughs> that's much more of a bigger concern. I'm going to say that in fantasy land, <laughs> I would rather fight the Huns, but I don't think so because they were fierce. So, I, uh, Yeah, I would choose the bear. I mean, only if you have bear spray. Bears are pretty fierce, too. Listen, it's a Disney movie. I'm pretty sure I can talk to the darn bear. 
we can we okay. can work out our feelings with a little journaling. Okay, we will we will work on that. <laughs> Here and now though, 30 seconds left at this recovery. We'll bring it back into our emperor's endurance pace, if we will, for three minutes where we get to explore a little bit more about Mulan. Again, coach, I loved the live action remake of Mulan. And I want you to tell me your feelings about it when we go into our next three minute block in just 10 seconds. The one live action I've actually watched. <laughs> We're going in three, two, and one. Pull it on up, friends, because I know that now you are tantalized with what Coach's opinion is on the one live action she's actually seen. So hit us with it, Coach. I did love it. It was I really did. Wasn't it? I had to separate Mulan, the animated movie, and the Mulan live action, which yes. I feel going back to the pathways i feel like mulan the animated version goes more into like the strength type of pathway and mulan the live action version definitely focused more on the mindset and i think that was the thing i loved so much is like that inner peace that inner connection was so crucial in the live action it was very humbling and i think as an adult watching it I don't really know if a kid would like it as much. I think as an adult watching it, though, it was very insightful of how that inner work is equally as important as the outer work. And that really spoke to me. And again, that's exactly what we're honing on in during this 30-day crown and conquer challenge, but even more so, I would say specifically with this week, because I do think that this is a time where we could really, really start to put science behind it all and showing how that inner work, that meditation, that breath work really translates to paying off to make us better warriors and athletes, runners, or lifting weights. They're all super connected. So I do love that aspect of it. I also love that there's a grand royal tone to this entire challenge because I think that when we bring that self-love, that inner confidence that you kind of associate with regal and em emperors for sure, that it allows you to really bring in that sense of, yeah, I got this. I, I can do this and I can do hard things, which is really important as we continue to rock through this specific block for just another 60 seconds. And really, I know a lot of people don't love princesses. I've not had a lot of them in my everyday life or even in our Time for Brunch group. We do have a lot of princess lovers. But I think when you're little, you idolize the fairy tale. When you're older, you idolize the strength that each one brings. And even in the OG princesses as you love, there's still those little nuggets of lessons and wisdoms to take and to just make you feel good. And hey, they all kick some major booty while looking fabulous. So whatever your style is, you can make it work. Yeah, I love that. And actually, that's a great little trivia, too, that that was kind of the decision to have Mulan cut her hair was kind of um, cutting ties with societal expectations of her. So again, they're fierce. There's independence. There's a lot of confidence in all of the pathways that they take, even when they may feel a little unsure. So that's where your fairy god run mothers, if you will, are with you every step of the way as we pull it back for just 60 seconds in three, two, and one coach we have hit the halfway point of this royal inspired run and then we are going to pack up mushu we're going to definitely maybe don our warrior gear and garb as we head to another enchanted land for the next princess that will be 
focusing on during this Crown and Conquer Challenge. And I am so excited. I love this princess. I love this movie. And I love everything about where it was set at. Now, before we go into our next land, I do have to say we have two sets down, two sets left. And you know, Mulan was only the second princess to have two parents. She was? Who was the first? I'm like, who is the first in all these? (laughs) Rapunzel, Merida, and Moana have joined the ranks. The first person princess with two parents was Aurora. So don't sleep because we're going into our next block in three, two, and one. Hitting it out of the gate with three minutes at our easy pace at three to four on the RPE scale, the royal perceived effort, maybe. Oh, I love it, Coach. I do. (laughs) Well, we are going to visit Princess Tiana, the little French Quarter like frenzy here. So you guys are going to hang out the three minutes, but don't get too comfortable in this conversation pace because we are going to bring it a little frenetic, maybe a little bit like that soul of of New Orleans jazz that you hear at the French quarter so it has its own rhythm but it definitely always keeps you guessing we're not going to tell you exactly what you're going to see for the remaining portion of this block just know that right here be present in your conversation pace and look tiana above all the princesses she ran a fartlek between her two jobs (laughs) i mean every step of the way you know she's the only princess that had a job Really? Yeah, she was a badass. I didn't realize that because I guess I kind of see Cinderella had a job, but those were probably considered chores. Or I'm pretty sure she servitude. didn't get paid either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love everything about the Tiana story um, with the princess and the frog, of course, that it's based upon. But I really do love the French Quarter aspect, and it could be part of my love of beignets. Uh, Coach, so as we're rolling through this part, like I think we are embarking on one of your favorite types of runs. You like the you like unstructured and structured fartleks, don't you? I love fartleks almost as much as I love gumbo. Ooh, with just a little extra spice thrown in for good measure, which I think is pretty perfect. This is kind of a gumbo of running with a fartlek. We're going to play with different speeds and different paces and different perceived efforts. So it is truly a gumbo where you don't know exactly what that is, but you know it's good. And we're going to slay it. We really are. Again, fartleks are my jam. I know that there's no like slay the fartlek or any cutesy name, but it is also fitting because, you know, Tiana was only the second princess to uh, slay her villain. Really? Yep. I feel like you are bringing it with the seconds because I keep thinking, who is the first? I'll give you a hint. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. We did? We just left her. It was Mulan. Yeah, that makes sense. Two of my faves, Mulan and Tiana, they are the only two to literally slay the demons who are trying to take them out. So whether you are slaying the workout or going to be slaying those mental warriors, either way, we've got you. Absolutely. So if you want to bring a little bit of that Mardi Gras energy, maybe you are going to decide to sprint past the Mardi Gras crowds or you want to get your own beads. Keep it PG, though. This is princess time after all. (laughs) We're going to rock it on up to six to eight on the RPE scale for just two minutes. Let's go in three, 
two, and one. Testing yourself here, friends. If you are feeling good, you feel like you have a little extra New Orleans pep in every single step, then maybe push it up a little bit more, knowing that it's less than 120 seconds that you get to roll on through, but also knowing that you don't know what to expect for the next portions of this block, because again, we're going to keep you guessing a little bit here. Maybe it's one dash of Tabasco. Maybe it's two. Guess what? You're going to have to kiss a frog in order to find out. So let's talk a little bit about this in terms of kissing a frog. I feel like that also does play into the aspect of kind of how we have to discover ourselves as we roll through here. A little bit of that. um, Maybe we kiss a quite a few different frogs before we find our prince. But even more so, I think what's most important is that sometimes we go down pathways that maybe aren't exactly what we thought they would be. And that's what I love about the princesses is that they do show you that you always, always have the opportunity to kind of change your course and make your own pathway. Of course, we're going to help you along as your fairy god run mothers every single step of the way. Coach, I know you are waiting for the time to hit me with some more of these princess facts. Let's go. Oh, but wait, I have a question. We're changing courses. What type of courses are you talking about? Are you talking about the uh, lifting course? Or are you talking about all of the yummy fuel that we get? Because I'm know. on board with both. I think that you have been working on this workshop for probably longer than we even, I mean, like the workshop that's going to go down that people that registered um, are able to participate with. Everybody's going to get this workshop thrown in. It's bougie on a budget, but it goes perfectly with our challenge this week where we're going to hold on to all the vibrant veggies and proud produce and all of that deliciousness. So we'll talk a little bit more about that when we change the course officially. We're going to pull <laughs> it back into our easy pace in three, two, and one. So coach, hit us with some of the favorite aspects of this week's Make It Blue Pathway Challenge. Oh, do I have to choose just one? Yeah. Like, I feel like, I it, tell us more. Tell us what you love about all right. it. Well, I do love, again, you know that I love food. I do love cooking, even if I am not the primary cook in my royal kitchen. But I love incorporating all of the different vegetables, all the different produce. Mm -hmm. And especially, I think, as we worked on the Bougie Meals on a Budget workshop, it just lent perfectly with Tiana. And how, again she sees everything as a recipe. And whether that is that actual recipe that we're working on or just trying to find a way, like you said, to make everything fit, it all lends to each other perfectly. And none of the challenge of eating the rainbow and eating all those colors is gonna be overwhelming. They're each gonna have their own place. They're each gonna have their own way of doing things. And even the bougie meals on a budget, we say bougie, but it's not gonna cost you or it's not going to cost you a lot of time or energy. So it really is going to be literally the sweet and spicy of this challenge. Well, we're going to add a little bit of spicy right here and now because we're going to take it up for 30 seconds into our 9 to 10 on that RP scale. Let's go in 3, 2, 1, 30 seconds, friends. You've got what it takes. You're doing your own little bit of your beignet dash, if you will, or your Tiana sprint for your crown right here to conquer this endurance block with 15 seconds on the clock. Make sure that you've got your eyes on that beignet prize. 
And literally, you are trying to outrun the Shadow Man. You're trying to get that necklace to release Naveen and make sure that the curse is broken. And maybe, again, you're adding a little extra frogging jumps to your one minute here. Again, just make sure that you are moving as fast as you can and giving it your all while also looking as lovely as ever. Absolutely. With that said, friends, we are going to roll it on back into our conversation pace in three, two, and one. We're going to hang out here for just a little bit. Catch your breath before we rock it on up. Ooh, and you want to know one more fun fact as we are taking a little bit of a break? I, I'm very curious. We already know that Disney has Easter eggs hidden mm-hmm. in all the movies. Did you know during the Mardi Gras parade, there is a float featuring King Triton from The Little Mermaid? No, really? Uh-huh. And in Charlotte's room at the beginning of the movie, there's a little Merida doll. I think that is so adorable. I love how they do that. It's just, I truly it's those do. little nuggets that really add the extra whimsy I think to the movies and really brings it in to that that Disney feel that family feel well let's bring a little bit of that Disney magical feel into our next little pickup three minutes and 30 seconds in three two and one you're going to bring it up to five to six just a little bit more maybe 15 seconds faster maybe 20 seconds faster than your easy pace you don't have to make it super super intense here but we are going to hang out for three minutes and 30 seconds And again, don't be afraid to make it your own, playing with that RPE scale, making sure that you're honoring your vision, you're running your pathway. And if you have not seen Princess and the Frog, I highly, highly recommend it. Plus, Disney Plus, that is, they are also (laughs) going to be having a self-titled spinoff series, hopefully coming to Disney Plus. I think that sounds like you're going to be watching it all the time. Uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll be listening and watching it during my fart licks. Maybe that will be introducing some new recipes that you'll add into our vibrant produce challenge. Of course, like exp- like learning all of the different recipes that Tiana may use. Is that is that what we're thinking? Are they going to have to do, do they do have a cooking um, with Disney? Have you seen it? Uh, I'm not on Disney Plus, but I have the cookbook. OK, so they have like a little cooking series on Disney Plus. I think like that's right up your alley. To not have to ask, because fart licks lead into frogs, and we are talking about Princess and the Frog. Would you rather have to kiss a frog or have to wait for true love's kiss? I think that every woman in today's day and age has had to kiss lots and lots of frogs. So I'm gonna go in that. <laughs> you no just made way. it real. We're, we're, yeah, I know. Unfortunately, I left the enchanted land to my friends because realistically, you can't sit around waiting for true love to find you. You gotta go out and find it. I don't know. Salmonella is a big risk with those frogs. So my stranger oh. danger senses go off. Oh, coach, uh, you know it'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, hey. I would kiss a frog if that means that I could just keep on running right through. Not to mention that with your workshop, you're going to teach us all about the best practices so that we don't have to worry about salmonella with our vibrant produce and all the bougie on a budget, which I think is the most perfect timing for this particular type of workshop because nowadays most people 
are trying to stretch their budgets. We're trying to figure out if we also need to get like a second job as a Disney princess to be able to afford our grocery bills. So it's so exciting that you're going to be able to divulge some of your coach Shelby, or should I say fairy godmother secrets of how to make this vibrant produce happen on a budget. Well, and really, again, Tiana was all about stretching the dollar. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, she had cans and cans worth of change trying to get to her dream. And people always pay attention to the big numbers, but it's those pennies and those dimes that really do count. And we want to make sure that you can keep doing these Run Disney races, keep doing these challenges, keep doing all of the running goodness that you do. So just, you know, making sure that we take care and we fuel our bodies and then we have a little extra to put into our running on the grander scale. Well, with that said, friends, you do have that little extra here for just 15 more seconds before we go ahead and say goodbye to Princess Tiana in her enchanted land and we visit our last princess for this 30-day challenge. And let's pull it back in three, two, one sixty seconds. You're welcome to have a recovery walk, a light jog, whatever you see fit, because this final enchanted land. I mean, I feel like you love all the princesses quite a bit, but I have to say this is the one that most of the princess or most of the time for brunch crew kind of associates with you, Coach Shelby. Well, and I'm going to encourage everybody to give themselves a big smile. Maybe you have dimples like Tiana, who is the only princess to have dimples, by the way. And I'm going to encourage you to let go the rest of the workout and go into the unknown and feel the magic of this next segment to fill you up and leave you toasty versus frosty. Any guesses on who the next princess would be? I think everyone is yelling like they've like removed their headphones. They could yell into it so we could hear them from here because they all know who it is. But friends, let's go ahead and talk more about this next Royal and our we're going to pick it up back into that conversation pace in three, two and one. We're going to find ourselves here for six minutes. So plenty of time to take a good deep breath, even if it's a little frosty, chilly air, if you will. Coach, (laughs) let us know what royal land have we embarked upon now? We are joining my favorite princess, Elsa. And even though she is not an official Disney princess, Mm -hmm. is there anybody else that could possibly bring it on up for the end of the challenge and the end of this run than Queen Elsa herself? Because not only is she just awesome, she is also the hardest character Disney has ever made. Is she the also, is she the one that's attributed with like the most amount of brush strokes that they had to use for her hair? Is this the same one? Yes. A normal person has about 100,000 hairs on their head, but Elsa has 420,000 hairs on her head, more than Rapunzel. So it is true that longer longer runs aren't always better it's about quality versus quantity i am fascinated by that so uh, how and why and how why why her i always i would have thought for sure it would have been tangled and rapunzel but is it because her hair is like voluminous I couldn't get a straight answer. There was a lot of fandom surrounding why (laughs) it was. And I think when it comes down to it, it was the wispiness of it. And then also the fullness of the braid to where Rapunzel 
very rarely all of her hair was on screen. So I don't think it was as of an intense labor to do it. But this last part of the run is going to be some intense labor. We're going to go long, long, and then go a little bit shorter, but a little bit harder, which is kind of how the entire arc of Frozen occurred for the record. I mean, it's the most perfect of all ways to finish up our Princess Power themed run, that's for sure. But I will say, you know, while everybody's here in their conversation pace, maybe a little bit more than their jogging pace, Elsa did love to go jogging. Do you know why? Why? Because she needed to break the ice. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I'm, uh, I'm pretty proud of you. I might have to get you a, a little frozen crown to put on top of your head for these I jokes. Will, I will gladly wear it. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> now, one thing though, we all know that long runs, especially, they feel like they last forever. That's why I think people dread long runs the most, even over like speed workouts, mm -hmm. because they do take quite a long time. But next time you are out on your long run, even if this is not your long run today, take a little solace because Frozen took 70 years to make. How? How did that happen? 70 years. Walt Disney wanted to make Frozen since the 1930s. That is incredible. Did he, are there any sketches or was it like an outline? How did that happen? Was it his like journal? Was he journaling and he like wrote it down in his journal? He was before his time. Uh, yeah, I guess they kept tinkering with it, hot Tinkerbell, and it never felt quite right. So they put it aside in definitely and then picked it up back in the 90s when they were trying awesome. to get the project off the ground and then put it aside, came back to it in 2000. And it wasn't until 2008 that the story finally started coming together and Frozen was born, which, I mean, it was well worth it. They probably made, I, I don't know, it was the highest grossing film. So they made a they made their money back for sure. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I love to hear these kind of facts because when I think about making your dreams actually a reality, which is what I think I love so much about Disney movies or princesses or fairy tales, it is truly finding that kind of wistful dream and making it work, it does go to show that it takes persistence and it does take time and it takes patience and it takes continued dedication to the chores at hand. So let's, when I think of all those things, I do think of this style, which is Elsa's let it go progression run. Exactly as you mentioned, coach, we're going to be starting here, finding our home for the next two minutes in this conversation pace and then we'll keep taking it up that RP scale with a fast finish. These are really great workouts to employ regularly, but especially if you're just new to adding speed into your workouts, this is more of a classic speed endurance where you aren't just going out for that gray zone run or just an easy pace run, you're allowing yourself to kind of work through the entire RP scale, but in a way that feels more manageable because your body's warmed up, your body's had an opportunity to kind of feel the different paces and you just groove right through. And let's talk about persistence because Elsa made a point to hide her magic, keep on a safe, 
And she did that for years. She just toiled away in her room. And we're not asking you all to do that. We want you to step into your power and step into the light. And that's why talking about our other path, if the fitness portion is not for you, we're going to help you work on your blustering boundaries and making sure that you don't lock yourself in a room for years on end, but that you learn to say no, to get out there and do for yourself does not mean that you have to, you know, freeze others out, but it does mean that you have to show yourself a little love as well. All those songs really do make the best play on words. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And that's exactly what I think of when I think of Elsa. I feel like a super incredible, powerful individual. And I think that that's what we're going to really harness in is that aspect of her being powerful. And again, not necessarily confining ourselves, of course, leaning into the community because the training group will be on these pathways together, regardless if they're pink or path, we'll be going through all these different things. It's really trying to carve out that little bit of a sanctuary of us time or our time and it may not be ideal you can't like wall yourself into an ice igloo or a palace whenever you want but finding out how to kind of create that little bit of a fortitude structure on your own with that said friends it's time to pump it up a little bit so let's take it up in three two and one into our next block we're taking it up again back up to five to six on that effort scale for just five minutes and 30 seconds and we are talking a lot about the princesses and while we are fully princess women-led power we do want to make sure that princes and royalty alike are all welcome within the challenge we promise that we'll have some sparkle that is suited for everybody. And I do, though, have to have one little extra factoid in regards to Elsa and Frozen Universe. It was the first animated feature film by Disney to be directed by a woman. I could see that. Can't you see? Like, I could actually... When you think of like the storyline and how it played out visually, it makes perfect sense. And now we understand why she had so much hair. Yeah, exactly. And she directed <laughs> Frozen 2 and worked on other Disney films like Zootopia, Moana, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Ooh. So okay. she sprinkled a little bit of her magic everywhere in Disney, basically. Oh, I do love that. I do. And talk about a boundary breaker. Because yes. really, El Frozen threw everybody for a loop. I think that True Love's Kiss was not the key to unlocking the tragic Frozen spell. It was an act of true love by her sister, which I did not see that coming. I'm going to be honest. I did not see that coming. Really? Now, this nope. is another one of these where I feel like... Yes, it is the movie that everybody associates with Coach Shelby. I also believe that Frozen 2 is the movie that everybody associates with Coach Shelby because you do love the sequel on this one as well. I do. It's probably my favorite sequel. Did you throw yourself a princess power party when you heard that they were going to make a third? No, but I it, think that I think that literally went on ice though. Did it really? I think they I think they've put it on ice and definitely Aww. I know. You'll let it go in about five seconds or so. <laughs> 
Oh, that's hilarious. Well, friends, let's talk a little bit more about this progression as we're rolling on through here and we've hit that five to six. So we're slightly outside of that conversation piece. We're starting to border on a little bit of that lower lactate threshold, a little bit of that um, just out of comfortable. This is where you can still say, let it go. You could probably get a few of those lyrics out, which I know Coach Shelby has them all committed to memory, but you're not singing the entire chorus just yet. With that said, we have just on the clock about two and a half, a little bit over two and a half minutes to go of this block. And if you need a little bit of extra laughter, do you want to know one of the funny disclaimers that was ended at Frozen? Like during the credits, what was shown? No, tell me more. I really want to know this one. So there's a part in Frozen, the first one, where Kristoff mm-hmm. um, talks about eating phlegm out of your nose. And at the end credits, Disney specifically has a disclaimer that says they do not support the consumption of boogers. Okay, but we do absolutely support the, um, maybe if you need to do a little bit of a snot rocket here, friends, if you started started to release some of that phlegm, you don't have to eat it. You don't have to suck it back up. You're allowed to snot rocket. I know that may not be um, officially a Disney princess kind of act, but it is here because of course you are rocking and rolling and sometimes like letting some of that congestion go. So (laughs) feel free to do so friends. You know, I do love this week. I think of all of the weeks from the blue path. This one may be one that folks probably think it's very easy. And I find that generally most people likely have the most difficulty with it. So I love that this is going to be an opportunity where friends alike are able to pop into the private Facebook group and kind of lean on each other. Because if there's ever a specific aspect of helping yourself this would be it. And that's kind of, that's exactly what it is, is trying to create those healthy relationships with others so that you allow yourself to have a healthy relationship with yourself. Um, So I I am looking forward to this week as well. This is probably one of my favorite because it's something that I am very passionate about. It's something that I practice in my own day-to-day life. And Mm -hmm. people often look at setting boundaries and creating healthy relationships as the big things. When oftentimes, like our running, it's the little tweaks here, the little form checks, the little bit of deviation from your normal that can give you the biggest results. So I'm really, really pumped to be able to help people with this one. Yeah, I think I... I love that you pulled that together because you're absolutely right. And sometimes it also feels like a lot of it's out of our control. And I love that this, I feel, allows people to feel truly empowered by finding those, as you mentioned, those little bits of ways to kind of enforce that regal boundary, if you will. With that said, friends, we're going to take it into our four minutes, bumping it up to the RP of seven to eight and three, two, And one, let's make it happen. I know, I know you guys have been at it for some time. You've played with every pace under the sun, but you've got what it takes. We are looking at the end of this run in sight. So just bring it up for these four minutes, or as I like to say, um, 240 seconds. (laughs) And look, we know we are throwing a lot at you with these workouts. There is, I'd probably safe to say at least one thing in here that is brand new to you both in this workout and what we're going to be throwing out at the challenge. 
that's what it is about. You have to keep evolving. You have to keep testing your bounds. And when I think about continuously testing and pushing the envelope, I do think of Disney. There have been a lot of firsts and Frozen actually had a first of their own. I know we had a lot of firsts in Tiana, but in Frozen, it was the first time that a Disney princess and a villain ever sang a duet together because Anna and Prince Hans sang together. Ooh, I never thought of that. I didn't either, but again, I think we didn't realize he was a villain. So by the time you thought about it, that love is an open door. That door was shut. That love was gone. He was packing his bags and getting exiled back to his own kingdom with his 13 brothers. Oh my goodness. Yes, you're right. Uh, that's that's absolutely fascinating. I, I think that that, again, shows how important it is to create those boundaries and exile those individuals that don't bring us joy or that are difficult or that don't let us actually have some of that time for our own self-work. But you know what I also love about the boundaries, Coach, that we will be exploring is that oftentimes we think of boundaries as always external, um, or I think that's the thing that first comes to mind when a lot of boundaries sometimes are internally based and it's finding those boundaries that you have to honor for yourself, like putting away social media if you find yourself scrolling for hours on end or um, putting yourself to bed at a specific time when maybe you are staying up late to get in some extra work or to watch TV. There's so many different ways when it comes to boundaries to like enforce it internally. And I actually generally suggest that folks kind of think at that first before they start looking at those external boundaries, because it can be a little difficult, I think, to say no to others, but to learn how to first say no to ourselves whenever we need to. And it's going to look different for everybody. Mm -hmm. My boundaries are going to look different than somebody else's boundaries. And it kind of is like a snowflake. No two snowflakes are the same. No two people's perception of boundaries are going to be the same. But it is doing that internal work and making sure that it makes you comfortable and makes you feel like a true prince or princess or royalty in every shape and or form. Absolutely. I do love that you said that too. Just like I feel like that applies to running as well. So while everybody's journey down the blue path or the pink path may look a little differently, just like our running looks a little differently, we can still all walk the path together and have that community to empower each other and to support each other and encourage each other, but knowing that it is going to be very, very unique to each of us individually. Now, with that said, Coach, we are getting so close to the finish line where we get to actually take that crown, say that we've conquered this entire workout, and of course, talk a little bit about some some of the delicious recipes that are really inspired as well. Do you have anything that you want to suggest to folks as they push it up just a little harder into that next three minute block where they're going to be touching on that eight to nine, which is a tough, tough RPE to lock in for three minutes? While it's going to feel like 526,000 500, 600 minutes, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be only three minutes in three, two, and one. Bringing it on up and knowing that again, it's probably going to feel like 2,000 steps, just like there were 2,000 unique shapes of snowflakes used in Frozen. Ooh, 
really? I feel like this is why it took 70 years between her hair and the snowflakes and everything else. This truly does feel you like can't there was perfection. There was a lot of love in the details of this specific movie. So are you saying they did not reuse scenes from a different movie because they ran out of time with this one? <laughs> they did not. They were not a beast with this. They were a beast in creating all of it originally. I, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Well, I do love this little bit of fiery energy that kind of maybe melts the ice a bit, though don't worry, Elsa's here. She'll take care of it for us. She'll make sure that to shore up all that ice and freeze it over. We are letting it go. We're letting go of any of those preconceived notions that we can't do this, that it's too hard for us, and just leaning into knowing that we have that inner strength within and continuing to roll right through for another less than two minutes here. And that's, again, it took... Three million hours to complete Frozen, we can hang on for three minutes. Because again, three million, three minutes, there's a lot of zeros that are not attached to our three minutes there, people. Yes, there is no doubt on that. So with 90 seconds left, this is a great time before we have our final, final portion of this run that you guys check in with your form head to toe. Maybe you're building your own perfect running snowman, if you will, as you roll through here. So head nice and tall, chin up parallel to the ground and eyes on the, I don't know, round regal prize maybe of course those shoulders are down keeping those arms at 90 degree angle hips are the center of your gravity so they should be forward facing of course sometimes we tend to kind of move our hips a little bit where they start to go side to side a little bit of that sassiness we don't necessarily want to do that here and keep them nice and square forward facing and landing underneath those hips with our feet we have 45 seconds on the clock coach i am so excited I really here, do feel like we're building a crescendo. Here I am visualizing when Elsa runs across the fjord and freezes it all. That's the quick steps that I want to be. You just froze the fountain. You've got to get away or they're going to capture you. Okay. So we're running freely to not be captured. So I yes. think it's funny because I'm running towards something. Like if you have something glowing and regal at the end, I'm going to run to it. And you're like, nah, there's something scary behind me. I'm going to run from it. <laughs> Listen, the chief of Weaselton, Weaseltown, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> he was a scary dude. Well, friends, with that said, our final block is here. 60 seconds. Give it all you got in three two and one. So whether you're running from or you're running to, it doesn't matter. It is your journey. Just crown yourself as a full on conqueror by giving it all you've got here. Even if at some point you pulled back into a conversation pace, this is your time right here and now for 45 seconds to truly let it go and leave it all behind on this run. And you're going to feel the fire. The snow is going to melt underneath you. This is not going to be one that you feel like that ice queen, ice princess. You want to feel the fire. You want to visualize that snow and that ice melting around you because it is too hot to handle. This pacing is exactly where you want to be for this one minute. You only have less than 20 seconds left. Hanging on there, running towards, running away, whatever speaks to you at this moment in time, it does not matter. All that matters is finishing strong and getting through that finish line in three, two, and one. Pulling it on back here. 
Ah, see, it's like a cool summer breeze. I love it. It's a five minute recovery walk here as we cool it down. If you prefer a light jog for your cool down, feel free to do that as well. Coach, you definitely found us some fabulous fabulous princess inspired recipes that were shared in the newsletter so friends if you guys are not on that newsletter list you need to use that link in episode notes and add yourself but i have to say gray stuff brownie come on right i i'm not team sweet but the gray stuff brownie would pair perfectly with a cup of coffee which i did think i found our one way to ever officially work for disney in a non-running capacity in the credits of Frozen, there is somebody literally that is listed as caffeinator. Nuh-uh. Are there you is, serious? I swear, it's in the factoids that I found. They are literally listed as caffeination. Do we his, have to? His name do, was Carlos Benavides. So do we have to be like a barista? Because then we may not be able to do this. Or do we just get to pick the coffee that's served? I don't know. Maybe that's our next challenge. Okay. Yes. Bougie coffee at home. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not all though. You had another fabulous recipe that is princess inspired. And I feel like this one as well as the gray stuff, it looks absolutely amazing. A little bit harder to make though, I think. I think I'm actually going to try my hand at making this. It says that it's actually not as hard as mm-hmm. people make it. But it is a little Beauty and the Beast cheese souffle, which mm. it's not quiet in my house. So I don't know how the whole actually keeping it souffle fluffed is going to go. But we're going to we're going to roll with it and rock with it. And let go of any expectations I might have. I mean, there's cheese at the end of the day. Who cares? Like, it's going to be delicious regardless. Uh, so I mean, talk about brunchtastic. Mm hmm. So friends, you guys will have to share if you choose to embark on the pathway of either of those uh, recipe journeys. Let us know what you think about it and how much you enjoyed it. Now, Coach, while we wrap up here, we did talk a lot about the 30-day crown and conquer, but there's still a few questions that have rolled through our way. So let's go ahead and answer a few of those. I think first and foremost, people want to know how much time do they need to commit to daily? Because we be busy nowadays, girl. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have time to rest. So again, like we had said before, that 15 to 20 minutes is where that that sweet or savory spot is going to be. Again, easily figure outable. It's mm-hmm. not going to be easy necessarily to do, to make yourself committed to it, but that is why we are here. We're only asking for 15 to 20 minutes out of 24 hours of your day. Now, another question that people have wanted to throw our way, and it's can you know that around here, we love to break the rules. And while we have a hard time choosing just one when we can have both, people are asking, well, can I take part in both paths? Can I do pink and blue and make it purple? <laughs> Which we might be on team purple since we'll be leading both paths, but we are going to respectfully ask that everybody choose one path. But don't worry if both of those paths do speak to you. That workbook that everybody will be getting, every participant will be getting, will have both of the paths outlined. So let's say you get done with your 30 days and you want to make it pink or make it blue and go opposite of what you had. You still will have access to all that great content. And so you can be revisited. You can watch reruns and snuggle up in bed with a, a nice cup of coffee and some popcorn, if you will, or that cheese souffle. So that leads us to the next question perfectly is, what can I expect from this workbook? It's going to require a lot of work. You said 15, 20 minutes. You're not going to make me do more than that, are you? 
No, we're going to be nice. This isn't going to be like a a running roulette type of work book. Put a lot of love into it. It's going to have outlines of your chosen path, space for reflections to know who you are inside, a la Mulan, trackers, illustrations, quotes, exercises, all of it and more is going to be in that workbook and it will be virtual so you don't have to run to the clock at midnight to get more ink for your printer we promise last well no there's two more questions but this one's really really important do i have to be a runner or do i have to have advanced fitness experience heck no we are welcoming (laughs) all of the royalty we don't care if it's anywhere in the realm of your fairy tale we want to help everybody and break down the little bit of intimidation that comes with doing work like this whether it is that physical or that mental strength and i think honestly this has probably been the question that has hit me the most in my dms is (laughs) are there prizes have you guys met us i mean seriously (laughs) Do you think that we don't love a good prize? And it's princess. It's Disney. What? I mean, yes. The answer is yes to all of the above. Will you give us a little bit more information about what people win in this consistency crown or if they win that prize for runner up with the steadfast scepter? I'd love to know. This is a fun one because we're having two pass. We are going to have a grand prize runner and a runner up. So that grand prize, not only are you going to be getting six months of one-on-one coaching, you're going to be getting into that training group, going to be getting a $25 gift card to Main Street Jewelry. And I think the one we are probably most excited, an entry to the sold out Run Disney, Princess Half Marathon bib that you can't get anywhere else. I mean, the entire package is amazing because first of all, you're going to rock that entire half marathon that is, again, sold out exclusive to this opportunity here. But you have your fairy god run mothers to help coach you all the way through and beyond pretty much for the entire run Disney season if you wanted to partake in some other races as well. And then you get to rock that medal with some marvelous on Main Street jewelry at like the Magic Kingdom. I think this is just a phenomenal package. And the runner-up also receives a beautiful gift as well with a $50 gift card to Marvelous on Main Street Jewelry. So you can rock that and have a little shimmer wherever you go. Friends, thank you so much for joining us for today's run. We are so, so excited for this 30-day Crown and Conquer kicking off on September 1st. We definitely want you to join. We really do believe that it's going to be quite enchanting. And we want you to also give yourself a huge high five, a big pat in the back because you had some magical workouts today. Make sure that you rehydrate and refuel with your brunch-tastic favorites or that great stuff because it is, after all, delicious. <laughs> While you're recovering and resetting, check out more information about this 30-day Crown and Conquer Royal Challenge, which is in the episode notes. You definitely want to sign up. Sign up officially opened August 25th, and we are closing it very, very quickly so we can get kicked off on September the 1st. Don't forget to check out our Quick Bites, a light movement-focused episode that drops on Wednesdays. And then we'll see you again for Time for Brunch next week where maybe we're going to take it back to a little bit of our ABCs. With that said, we're going to see you again when it's Time for Brunch. We're going to keep serving up more miles with, with Royal Smiles. <laughs>